Episode 14, Sifo-Diaz. What the fuck? Welcome to another episode of Star What the F***. I'm Marty Cobb, and I'm here with my co-host... Jason Tagmeyer. And Alex Strang cannot be here tonight because he just kind of disappeared and doesn't really seem to exist, and they don't really talk about him later in the movie. <laughs> wow. Um, <clears throat> and with that, today's episode is about Sifo Diaz, somebody that confused the crap out of me in listening and watching episode uh, two, Attack of the Clones. We may have mentioned him briefly in our Camino episode. I don't know if we did, did we? We we might have touched on him for a second, but I, I really don't uh, think we really talked about him at all. He is brought up in the Camino scenes uh, uh, of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, But okay. I was lost, so lost when they brought up his name. And at the end of the movie, I remember like, oh man, that... that, that Geonosian battle scene was fun, and uh, that that Django Fett scene was great, and all. But who was Sifo Diaz? And it never came back up, and never answered any of my questions, and I still don't know the answers. So that's why we're here. Yeah. So, this is a character that even I was confused as, and I was what maybe ten or so when this movie came out, and I nearly died. During Attack of the Clones, so... <laughs> Have you told that story? I think I did. I basically, during Attack of the Clones, I had, like, a my throat closed due to an allergic reaction to popcorn, and uh, I nearly died halfway through the movie. I might not even even gotten to this scene, but I might have still been confused by Sifo Diaz. But you were, like, rushed out. Yeah. And I just kept watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was at my, like, it was my, somebody, my mom picked me up, and, like, I was, like, in the hospital till, like, 4 a.m. or something. And I'm like, this kid is ruining the Star Wars movie on opening day. <laughs> well, I was with, like, it, to, to make you sound better, we were, like, four people. That's true. <laughs> you couldn't, it I, was, it was a slight distraction. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I nearly died, and Jake just sound like a dick on the, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just remember, like, what's going on over there? I can't even look over to see what's going on in there. I'm watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw it, like, a week later, but, God, um, nearly died. But I was still confused about Sifo Diaz. Um, so, I'm just going to let ask you, like I do during these episodes, or it's just me and you, and I explain stuff to you. Yeah. Um, speaking of format now. Um what do you know about Sifo Diaz? Um, what does the movie tell us about Sifo Diaz? That he ordered the clone army, and, and that's that's that's. It that? might there might be a little more than that, but he ordered the clone army, and he died ten years. And Obi Wan reveals they died ten years prior. My thought from right there was Sifo Diaz was Dooku. Yeah, like that was what I felt like the movie set up, but it never resolved. Yeah, there is a reason, and I'm going to explain it after all of this. And it might resolve I, something in the movie. I'm not, like, the Attack of the Clones expert. I do, it's it's funny, because it's one of those movies that a lot of people don't like, and there's a lot of parts of that movie that I do love. Uh, uh, but I have no clue what's up with Cypher Diaz. Yeah, he is basically an error in writing um, that we'll get to later. There is an explanation for why this character How exists. is that even in the movie if it's an like, How does that basically, make it in? okay. How is that not cut? Okay, do you want me to explain it now? Well, yeah. While we have okay, so Sifo Diaz was originally 
His name was... You, Ag- wait a second. You should really explain it now in case people choke on their popcorn and don't make it through the rest of this episode. Okay. Sifo-Dyas' <laughs> <laughs> original name was Sido-Dyas, which when you say it like Sido-Dyas, Sido-Dyas, Sidious. It's a, it's a pun. It's a joke, essentially. Basically, it was originally supposed to be Darth Sidious acting as a Jedi... To order the parts. You think he'd be a smart guy. Like, <laughs> that Palpatine is 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 a smart guy. He's just gonna change one letter in his name and think that's gonna fly? That's the way he does things? I guess all he does is put on a robe and, and kind of tries to pull it off. So maybe it's not that much of a stretch. Exactly. And basically, what it was... It, the, my only thing is, is that, that that's a really stupid name to, to go under. Like... Your, it's your Sith name, but you split it apart at one point, George Lucas style. George Lucas, his own character who didn't have that, um, into that alien thing. And basically what ended up happening was he accidentally put Sifo in the script uh, because the D and the F are next to each other in the QWERTY keyboard. Like, it's Please a typo. It. So, that's true? <laughs> yeah. But basically, now, th- now there wasn't a... I can't say that there's an approval process in a prequel film. Um, I don't think anybody approves George yeah, Lucas. But he, 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 noted, he noted his own mistake, and he said that he just liked the name sifo Sounds better. Fine, I'll accept it. And originally, it was supposed to be that it was just still just a false identity for Sidious. Yeah. And that originally Obi-Wan Kenobi was to say, like, I don't know what you're talking about. We've never had anybody like that. And then Mason Windu was supposed to later in the film confirm that sifo never existed. And then I guess they were supposed to, like, look into it from there. But then eventually it was just kind of, like, changed. It doesn't explain why on uh, on the wiki, and I, I, I don't know. Okay. Personally, I haven't looked it up further. Uh, but George Lucas promised to have a backstory and a whole thing about him in Revenge of the Sith, which never happened. That's just... I don't even understand how that makes the cut. That's the weirdest thing is... That's what makes this movie, uh, you know, the least favorite Star Wars yeah, it, This movie is, is a mess. And like, it's just like one, this one thing. They let this go through and it confused me for the entire movie. Like, I left the theater thinking, what did I miss about Sifo Diaz? Yeah. Like, because me, I would... Personally, yeah, I would have made it Doku and it was like, Sifo Diaz is his real name. Yeah. Like, that was it. it. Like, it's that just, was... Like, Doku, Dooku used to be a Jedi and became this evil guy, and that was who he was as a Jedi, but it was just Obi-Wan didn't know it or something. Like Yeah, like, he just like, didn't know that at the time. Like, that sounds more sense. Not to mention, these movies were intended for adults and children. Like, you lost me at, I was probably 23, 22 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Th- this whole thing just, sifo is, like, a thing that is instantly just one of the dumbest things they've ever done because it makes almost everything about the clone army make no sense. Like just instantly everything about what just happened in that sequence makes no sense because they don't know who the frick this guy is. <laughs> like, and, but like, but it's such a big plot point. It, exactly. Like, I guess they could have skipped over that, you yeah. know, like don't even mention it. Okay. But Sifo Diaz, he has a backstory. And it's very simple. Um, it I don't think even like the books that feature him prominent, prominent, prom, prominently, prominently. I'm sorry. 
You chuck uh, it on popcorn? Really, even like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm just going to die during this podcast. I'm going to just keep this. doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't actually really seem to be featured prominently in anything because the books that I know that he's, like, his fir- his backstory was first revealed in Labyrinth of Evil, which was the, like, the, the it's like the prequel, like, it sets up the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And then, like, he talked about a lot in Darth Plagueis, which is actually about Darth Plagueis um, and uh, Darth Sidious near the end. Um, but sifo he was a good friend to Count Dooku, who was, in fact, a Jedi Count me- Jedi member at the time. Um, member. sifo was on the council ten years before the events of um, Clone Wars. And I'm not going to go into too much detail, because... It's weirdly a large amount of it, but that's because it's from a novel, so... Yeah. Um, basically, him and Dooku were best friends, and, um... sifo was, like, he had a good precognitive ability of, uh... from what's it called, like, um... of the Force. Uh, and around the time of the... Uh... Naboo attack the blockade he started to sense that like the sith were coming back because they knew that at the end of that film um so he and um count dooku they basically were at like a meeting one day uh, for something like some jedi mission or something and they meet up with a guy who i don't remember the the name but it's it's um it's Darth Sidious. um I'm sure it's some. It's, it's, he has a he has a really stupid uh <laughs> derp derp Sirtius. the uh, yeah. <laughs> if it's sipo di- if Cytodius was any indication of how bad his stupid things are but um Darth Sidious uh he came up to them and was like hey you guys we should totally do something about this and like like he started cra- saying off like crazy things and Count Dooku was like yeah we should Cytodius was like no that that's crazy and then basically they kind of like drift apart a bit. Sifo DS, who gets really paranoid, orders the clone. He learns about the Camino um, cloners, and he orders the army for the Republic, which is the most mind-bogglingly stupid part about this whole thing in his background, in my opinion. And the reason why I think this scene is so stupid, yeah, is that imagine okay, imagine that this happens. A senator of the U.S. government thinks there's some evil army somewhere being made by evil guys. And he's like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to order this country an army of clones. So he goes to someplace, because Camino's outside of the Republic, or at least it seems like it. Yeah. Um, uh, He goes to another country and was like, you guys start making us an army. And those guys don't ask for payment. <laughs> or they are paying, the government is paying them without actually knowing that they're paying them for this reason. Now, to be honest, it's a sort of realistic situation in the sense that, you know, the U.S. government doesn't, you know, keep track of its money or whatever. That's not what I'm trying to say here. Because an army is expensive. They make a million troopers. They said they're going to, they made 20000 already. And and That's got to be at least a crazy amount of money. How long did it take to make them? 
probably yeah. a couple of years, at least well, I mean, 10 years. Well, I mean, dead for yeah. 10 years. Yeah, if he, if he placed the order, it's at least 10 years old. So lesson learned, if you need something done, tell a Kimonian or whatever they're called, and they're going to do it, no questions asked. Yeah, they don't, like, like, the government has to pay for this. The Republic is, like, is the Republic that wealthy that they can pay for a clone army without realizing that they're paying for a clone army? Like, they don't have an army at all, first off. They don't have, a, like, a regular series of troops to begin with. Like, they just have these clones that they hire. Like, I, that doesn't even make sense to me right off the bat. But, like, it just boggles the mind. Like, this has to cost, in real-world money, it would probably cost, like, billions of dollars oh, yeah. to make this, to grow this army. Just to transport them off of there. Exactly. You know? Like, the because tr- Camino's way out there. You have to give them back to the Republic. That's transport. That's crazy amount of fuel. I'm sure. <laughs> like the whole thing, that whole the whole idea that this one guy does it in secret, <laughs> and just ah, uh, he does this. He does this in secret. Tells nobody, but they continue to do it despite the fact that they've only had contact with one guy. You would think that their the Caminos would be like, hey, Mister Republic leader guy the chancellor before palpatine or whatever he was like hey you should like pay us for the 50 billion clones we have made over here or whatever <laughs> like the hundred thousands or whatever marked milestone they have which a hundred thousand is actually not that large when you're talking about planet-wide yeah planet scaled like fights like i imagine coruscant has to have over a hundred like a, a 10 billion people it's a planet made of city. It should be able to hold a lot more than we can. Ugh. So I read something interesting. This is how you, you, you should always believe everything you read online. The title uses the word revelation, which means I'm revealing something. Usually yeah. factual. Revelation. Darth Maul was Jedi Master Sifo Diaz. So the first thing I have to say is this person's mixing up revelation with speculation. But Darth Maul was Jedi Master Slave Diaz. This is what he writes. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know who it is. His name is woman underscore beater 69. Oh, God. So you can put a little bit of faith in this Oh, one. God. If you're listening, woman beater 69, no offense. But, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, let's forget about the expanded universe for a minute, focusing on the movies. In The Phantom Menace, we know very little about Darth Maul. He's Sidious' apprentice. That's it. He's a mystery. Now, in episode two, we learn a Jedi master named Sifo Diaz ordered the clone army. Sifo Diaz died ten years before Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, so he died during the events of the Phantom Menace. Now, skip to episode three, as revealed in Revenge of the Sith novel. Palps tells Anakin his old apprentice was Sifo. Well, 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 Jedi well, master. Okay, Sifo-Diaz. first off, this guy failed. He says, "Forget about the expanded universe." Brings up a novelization, <laughs> like that's. That's stupid as it is. Um, and Sifo Diaz died during the Phantom Menace. He died before Count Dooku joined up with Sidious. He died when Maul, di- Maul died. So remembering when Yoda said only two there are, doesn't it make sense that jo- Darth Maul is a fallen Jedi? Maul is Sifo Diaz. See, it's not a bad idea, because that would make more sense. It's one of those interesting ones where it's just, you, this person put in their, their research, woman underscore beater 69, you know. Knows his Star Wars stuff, or her Star Wars stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just so silly. But I just love how it's called Revelation. Yeah. Instead of speculation. Oh, that's more accurate. 
But if I may continue, because I do, there's a, one more thing after this. After my rant about awfulness of that clone, him buying clones, he basically, he goes out on a mission to do some stuff in some other place. I'm not going to get into it here. I don't care enough. Um, he gets shot down by Dooku secretly, and then Dooku collects his body. Interesting. Uh, and he puts it in a cryogenic tube. Dooku does kind of seem like a body collector to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. If Christopher Lee, like just the actor, was collecting bodies, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Um, But he collects it into a cryogenic hibernation capsule, which he's already dead, so it doesn't do anything. I don't know why he does this. But he does do this for a reason that makes no sense, because this takes place years after this event that he decides to do this. A Kalish warlord, General Quinnom Jai Shalai, also known as General Grievous, as he'll later be known. I never knew that. Yeah, he, he's a real name. He has a species. He's a whole. There's a whole backstory to him. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. He was badly damaged in something, and then the Confederacy of Independent Systems, or the um, the bad guys. Yeah. Um take him up, and they're going to turn him into a cyborg to turn into a general. Um, during the process, they need to get... They need to give him blood. Transfuse blood. So, instead of, you know, going out of your way and getting Kalish blood, which he would need because he's an alien, they give him Sifo-Dyas' blood. Wow. Um, which, for some reason, he kept. It's more confusing to me than anything. Um, and, like... While this sounds like it should be really, like, useful, like, it would be like, oh, this is, like, this could be, like, why Grievous has force abilities or something, like, but he doesn't, like, of course. To me, all it does is it prove, it it makes a long-winded way of saying the clone army was ordered by, you know, the bad guys. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Oh, well, Sabadeus' blood was eventually in Grievous, so there, you know. But, like, I don't know, and... Uh, like of course the metachlorian blood helped him live a little live during the process or some bull bull crap um that's basically about it because otherwise like Sifo-Dyas really doesn't do anything you know he that's the only his only accomplishment was to order that part he was Dooku's friend Dooku killed him he kept the body for some reason gave his blood to Grievous yeah I mean like Throw the, some of that in the movie, or cut it all together, and exactly. skip the whole Sefadias line. Sefadias also appears in the last season, well, he doesn't really appear, but there's a thing about it at the end of uh, the Clone Wars cartoon. I didn't I'm glad that. they took an initiative to, to, to at least include something that's um, otherwise totally cut. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just also going to say that a little note, that the Sefadias pictures that you can find, there's a picture of him on the wiki. He's interesting uh, looking. He's very, like, um, almost American Indian looking. He's actually um, technically Asian because he's based off of an artist named Warren Fu. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the artist drew him basically by, he as a joke, he put his own face on the character that he appears in, like, a cameo appearance. In in, in what? what was in, the... like, a comic book. Okay. Uh, uh, his first visual appearance, Eyes of Revolution comic featured in Star Wars Visionaries. Uh, it was drawn by Warren Frew, and as an Easter egg, he made himself sifo And then It's like, not a real secret Easter egg. <laughs> no, but, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess there's anyone else, but, like... Yeah, and then, like, another artist was like, well, we'll just continue that. That's cool. 
Yeah, so that's that's probably about it. But if I was gonna make myself a Star Wars character, I would not make myself Slayer Diaz because I don't like him. No, but you know what though? I think, and I, I'm not sure if I'm right, but I I think to me this is an issue that says far more about the issues. One of the issues that I have with an issue that I've realized is wrong with the prequel series in my mind is that we don't know anything about the villains throughout the entire day. We don't know their origins. We don't know their motivations. We don't know anything about Count Dooku besides that he exists. He's old and he's powerful. Darth Maul. He's, he's just got two lightsabers. He doesn't say a damn thing except for he one. Does. Set. He does. He says, yeah, it's like, I'll find them or something. Last, we reveal the Jedi at last something or <laughs> yeah. another. He has one. And he folds his arms. and yeah, He has like two lines and he doesn't say anything. We really don't even know anything about Palpatine. We don't learn anything about him throughout it. See, I think that's the, the biggest problem is they try to make this like secret villain that the viewers know isn't a secret. Like it's no surprise to the viewers. So it's just... It's, yeah, it's it's ineffective as a as a storytelling tool. Yeah, it, all the villains are because we know nothing about Grievous from the movies. Everything that I know about Dooku, and that I know about Grievous, and that I know about Palpatine, and that I know about Sifo-Dyas, <laughs> are all in expanded universe information. But I mean, they managed to do it with Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. we know very little about him, but it's revealed over the series, and it's revealed. Yeah. But it's 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 not a secret to the viewer. Like yeah. it, it's revealed to the viewer at the same time, so it works. Exactly. So the thing is that like we didn't need to know a lot. Of, we don't need to know a lot about our villains, of course. I don't think we do, and I don't think we needed to know a lot about Vader. But it helps that we we know his motivation instantly. Yeah. We know what he's trying to do the second he appears on screen because he just grabs a guy. He's like. I kills him. It's like I want those plans and I want them alive. Yeah, he's in a position of power and he's our villain. Like, exactly. You know that. Like he, he wants this thing and he's working for an evil empire. Darth Maul. I know he comes up and and fights. Yeah. So he works for a guy that we know nothing about. Yeah. We learned Palpatine's plan, but we don't know why he's doing that. We don't know like does he want order in the galaxy? He doesn't even say that, if I recall. Yep. He doesn't say anything, and I think Sifo-Dyas is. Like, the, one of the centerpieces of this problem is that, like, you could have easily made sifo literally anyone. Yes. You didn't have to make him his own character. It could have been somebody that existed. And this is, and, like, this is weirdly, like, this is not, like, just something that got forgotten in Revenge of the Sith. This was something that was planned by George Lucas and then didn't happen, but it just screws up everything more than you know. It like, really does. I mean... <laughs> like, if it was, like... All he had to do was make sifo was Count Dooku's real name before he became Count Dooku or Darth Tyrannus. Or all you have to do is, if you're going to put it in, in Revenge of the Sith, put it all in Revenge of the Sith. Don't say that he was the one to order the clone tar- army until Revenge of the Sith. Exactly. Or you make him a prominent character in some other way. You, like I said, like you, give him, you make him a villain. Yeah. Or you put him in the series somewhere. Yep. And he does something. He does something evil. But there was nothing they could have come up with, with, with that was better than this. Instead of it being like, um, I, I don't know, uh, you know. It could have been Darth Plagueis, the only other villain, the, the other Sith Lord that we hear about from yeah, Sidious. Just anybody did it, but instead, we get half the story. And and we instead of anybody, we get the 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 play on the words of Darth Sidious that George Lucas insisted on keeping in the story. 
Yeah. Like, that's the, it's just so silly. See, like, if, and like, if you remove all this background and you say it was just Darth Sidious using a name. Cool. That's, that's perfect. That's half of what I thought it was when I left the theater. At but... least you make it seem like the Chancellor is trying something and that this wasn't just something that happened. Yeah. Even if, and I, I like I said, I, I, I had, I'd have to go through this again to be able to tell you, but maybe the guy that suggested the clone army to him was Palpatine. That's still a long shot. <laughs> yeah. Let's, like, his plan doesn't make any sense to begin with. But so, just like, put it on film. That's the most important yeah. thing. Oh, absolutely. It's like watching a crazy Richard Kelly movie and where you have to read three comic books to, to, to get caught up before you even start the movie. Like, Star oh, Wars shouldn't be like that. You just referenced Southland Tales. I... <laughs> just um, but yes. But it's... you knew what I was referencing. That's what I uh, You know. But, yeah. I mean, Star Wars didn't need to be like that. The, 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 the expanding universe stuff and all the extras should simply be that extra stuff that, that the, the films fuel that instead of they fuel the films. Because it, it really is a problem. Because, like I said... Count Dooku is a character that is in desperate need of anything. And I think that's why I tied it to him. Like, you you know so little about him. They talked about this guy that you know nothing else about him. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I missed it. But Count Dooku, Dooku used to be Cypher Diaz. Okay, so they sort of set him up a little bit. It's like, and it's a character, like, Dooku is a character that doesn't matter. Because when you finally, like, everything that he does doesn't matter because... He sets up the the bad guys, but they all lose anyway. They don't affect the story of the next trilogy. The next trilogy, uh, he dies. He we don't get introduced to him until like halfway through Attack of the Clones. Yep. And then he dies, the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. So we don't like, and like the and car- he fights Yoda in in the most anticlimactic fight of all Star Wars, yeah. where they fight for a little while and then he runs away. Like yeah, you know, and then like. And then even the in-between cartoon, the, the 2D one, doesn't explain anything about him. The only thing we see him do, really, in that cartoon is have a couple of fight scenes and have an arena, like, host an arena event so that he can meet Asajj Ventress and trains her. And Asajj Ventress is a character that makes more sense than Count Dooku. Yeah. And that's weird, because Asajj Ventress is a character that doesn't exist anywhere in the movies at all. And, and all that aside, I think Count du- du- Dooku is... Uh... I love his his look and style as a character, and I wish he was used more than he was on film. Exactly. Like, there's so much that... He's got the curved lightsaber, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I still don't even understand that in any way. Um, but, you know, Christopher Lee kills it um, in, in what he's given. It, he's like... He, the, the scene of him versus Yoda is... It, there's a, a dynamic to that. There's a, There's almost like a... They mirror. There's a contrast to it that's very interesting. You know what I would have done? Because this would have been an easy fix. I would have made it. Sifo DS was Count Dooku. Yes. He had killed himself off. Like he, um, basically, like faked his death. He had faked his. Basically, he was Sifo DS. He was on the council. Council. He gets contacted by Darth Sidious after Darth Maul dies ten years ago. And he's like, "I agree with you. We're gonna have to do that." So he offs himself. He goes to Kamino first, orders the clones, goes, offs himself in, like, fakes him, his death, becomes Count, comes back as Count Dooku, and before that, sifo was trained by Yoda, so you can give them something if you really want to have them fight together. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can mirror the scene where Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight, 
you can do something like that without one of them dying, of course. But like, and then you make it so that Darth Sidious at least did something. Yeah, I think that I think that's <laughs> great, and and you could almost like edit or Darth episode Darth episode two Attack of the Clones to to make that work in somehow. Like he's just an extended universe character. There's nothing special about him. He does one. He does one notable event in his life, and then does another weird, nonsensical event in his life. Like, because all he does is help Grievous with his issues. Which, Grievous is another character that falls into my we-don't-know-anything-about-our-villains thing. Because <laughs> he doesn't get explanation at all, and in the cartoon, he doesn't even talk. So, like... But he's got a heart. He does. So, to wrap up Sifo Diaz... Uh... Let's just say he's he's Dooku, and it, it's much better. That's the thing, is that if you just accept that into your life, you'll feel better. The pain in your heart might stop. I uh, felt I, I thought that, and I just thought I missed something. So. That's the thing, is that, that that makes way more sense to me, and I'm probably sure that I thought that at one point. I thought that for years. I mean, like, <laughs> years I would watch this movie, and it just made no, no sense whatsoever. <sighs> so. Oh, he appears to Yoda in some point, like, as a ghost. About it, <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say about him. Uh, yeah, do you even have a final question? A final question about Sifo Diaz? Because uh, I, because we, I don't even have anything. Because this guy's just so nothing of a character. No, I mean, like he could have a great story in his comic book. Um, you know what? Um, besides Count Dooku and Darth Sidious, who would you make Sifo Diaz? Going back Not to Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Woman Beater 69 had a thing going there. I, I like that. I just, I, I wouldn't have gone there because uh, <laughs> there's there's no similarity whatsoever. Um, like, if you... Oh, man. It's a weird so it's got to be a villain. Like, what about, like, Jango Fett? You know? Yeah. Jango Fett's obviously, you know... It makes Jango Fett more interesting in his own way he'd be a he's a villain eye. with very little backstory yeah he is a, he's also falls into that category but at least you know what he's a bounty hunter so you know he's just wants money so like at least he has a simple in enough his thing. Def, in his title there's a story you know? sith lord doesn't present to you anything but that he's of this religious persuasion all right i'm going with Django fett yeah um i, I really don't have any idea uh if i had to pick somebody who wasn't him no, I have to stick with Town Dooku. It can't be anyone else. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can't say that. So it's settled. Sifo Diaz is Count Dooku. You hear? You heard it here. I'd say first, but you kind of almost heard it in the Attack of the Clones first. But <laughs> we're sticking with it. So case closed. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Star What the F- Game Show. I'm your host Marty Cobb. And with me, my contestant today is... Nissy Burren. Nissy Burren. Uh, what do you do? I'm a engineer on the Royal, Royal Security Force of Naboo, yeah. which means I, uh, I shoot Gungans. Nice. That's a good, that's a good position. So, I also have my name written on my hat, in case you were wondering. <laughs> okay, Nissy. That, that's great. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So, do you know what today's game is? Uh, guess the uh, stupid article. <laughs> exactly. Just like it's been all the time, except for that one time. We asked that we, I'm going to say a random Star Wars Wikipedia article. I'm just going to read the title. 
and you have to guess what it is from just that word. So, you ready for today's word? Yes. All right. Today's word is Cairnmog, or Carnmog. C-A-I-R... C-A-I-R-N-M-O-G. I think it's Carnmog. All right. Knowing how they name things in Star Wars, it's either completely literal or just some opposite of that. Carnmog. I feel like it's a kind of food. I feel like it's a kind of soup or a almost like a stew. Um, but it needs a purpose. I'm sure the purpose was somebody ate it on their way to some place that was really prominent. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with that. All right. So Karnmog was Greedo's last meal. <laughs> so Karnmog was a bowl of soup that was Greedo's last meal. Yes. <clears throat> you were wrong. Just like we've always <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> A Karnmog was were large spiked lizards indigenous to Chandrilla. No longer able to survive in the wild, they were confined to the rocky hills in the Hanna Wild Game Reserve. They had hooves on their feet and bony protruding spikes, which they which they rattled and shook in displays of dominance. A Karnmog hibernated in winter, mated in spring, and laid eggs in fall. Female Karnmogs abandoned their clutch of eggs in the winter, leaving their young to incubate while they attempted to survive the cold temperatures. Kernmog's hunting on Chandrilla was allowed, but carefully regulated. So, I still want the point, because I want you to prove to me that wasn't Greedo's last meal. <laughs> it could have been. I guess you could have served them a Karnmog soup. Oh. Uh, I mean, like, I guess you could, they might be okay. I mean, I don't know what lizards taste like. I generally don't eat them. I thought Greedo was a lizard. <laughs> some well, you could have hunted them. They were, they were apparently hunters. Rodians. Like, that's their thing. Oh, man. Uh, so it's just like a lizard that's like large, and they apparently have hooves, which I just realized. How large? Just large. Like dewback large? I, I don't know, it just says large. <laughs> There's no size. It's just, they have a home world, of which is Chandrilla. There's no extra information here. Oh. It was probably mentioned in like a book at one point where it was like, oh man, I wish I could be back home hunting the Karnmogs back in... My planet of Chandrilla in the Hanna Wild Game Reserve. You know, they have hooves on their feet and they mate in the winter <laughs> in the spring. <laughs> Something incredibly specific. For... Oh, wait, no. Um, okay, it was mentioned in a source book of some kind, like a guidebook. That's what I don't understand is how is something mentioned in a source book, but nowhere else? Like, like those source books, like, shouldn't they be a compilation of things from other sources? Uh, you would you would think, but I, I guess it's just like they have a world they, that they know of called Chandrilla. They mention get mentioned once. They like, have to describe Chandrilla, so they mention the the Karnmog. The it's the only thing notable about them. That and the Wiggly Blobbers. And Greedo ate them. <laughs> it was his last bowl of soup. <laughs> uh. All right, and thank you for joining us, uh, Mister Nisi Baron or whatever. And have a good night. This episode was brought to you by... I have nothing. <laughs>